Well, welcome back to the Social World Podcast. I'm Dave Niven. And today, oh, it's a pleasure that I've got along with me uh, our, our great guest, um, Eileen Dong, who's a UN ambassador, a TED Talk uh, veteran, a speaker, a campaigner against human trafficking in all forms of slavery, and importantly, a survivor who's received national awards for her work. So, Eileen, a very warm welcome to the Social World Podcast. Thank you so much, David. It's my honor to be here. Now, I've got to start somewhere. I mean, there's so many different things to talk about within your experience. But what I would like to do is actually just talk firstly that would sort of set the scene a bit about your, your relatively new, your new book. The thank, Absolutely. Thank you, Predator, a guide to trauma recovery from abuse. Now, I, I've got text in front of me, but I'd very much like if you would just give a quick brief sort of synopsis first. Yes, definitely. So, um, uh, I, when I was writing the book, I had at least five, six versions. At first, I said, do I write a memoir? So in short, I ended up uh, using a different version that is not my memoir. And people say, wow, that is a very intriguing topic. Why would you say thank you, Predator? And I said, well, here's how I came about. My story came from being a survivor myself of polyvictimization, which I'll talk about later. So what it means is I'm a survivor of trafficking, domestic abuse, and sexual assault, and the complexity of the intersections. And from there, I started volunteering. I said, okay, you know, what am I going to do for my trauma recovery? Because I was depressed, and I I was literally at, uh, you know, hit the rock bottom and i'm like mm. what do i do i started volunteering and everything a little before you know that you know i became a member of many of the leadership councils task forces and i have the leadership positions and as you mentioned the un etc and um i look at it from the positive the uh, the glass half full kind of view say okay if it wasn't for what happened to me i wouldn't be here i wouldn't have pushed it yeah. and of course that's you know that's really the short version now diving into the 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 book itself how i think it can help uh survivors for instance uh, it's uh, what it's called the subtitle is a guide to trauma recovery from abuse so mm -hmm. i literally listed step-by-step -step guide for a trauma survivor that include, you know, trauma from different kind of violent crimes, including gender-based violence, human trafficking. So that's really something that is a guide, hands-on guide that I journaled and I used for practical reasons that I wanted to share with people who are still going through that to share the light and really help them find hope. So that's the initial reason. So as I was writing the book, and as you kindly introduced me as a, a trainer and consultant, what I basically do is I, uh, I'm not a police officer, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a politician. That's what people ask me a lot on social media. But I do go to the national, international events, uh, such as law enforcement executive conferences, uh, 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 state bar conferences to train lawyers, uh, victim service providers, as well as law enforcement executives, etc. And so this 
a lot of people say, why don't you write a, a training companion? And so this does serve as a training compa- companion because a lot of us are working on say, okay, everyone has the best intention. I believe that, but mm. how can they really uh, wear the shoes of a victim? In my case, the survivor's perspective, no, that, to share wisdom. You know, if you could me, do this, this will help us more. That for me is the actual um, kind of one of the main things I've taken out of the parts I've, I've read so far. And that is the fact that it's it comes across that you're very brave to do it. I'll say that. And I think that's got to be acknowledged. But as well as that, and this is the incredible thing, it's very educational. It helps, I think. People, in a way, like a, a more than just a telling a story, it's actually talking about how they can practically uh, learn from your um, experiences. You know, this is a practical kind of guide. That's how it seemed. Would that be a fair assessment? Stats and uh, uh, charts and uh, graphs about the statistics and the definitions of different types of gender-based violence. Its impact, what yeah. it impacts as a person, you know, uh, from from the trauma standpoint of view. So it also serves as an educational and preventative guide to the general public. Let's say, you know, um, many years ago when I first started and I started telling people about, it, they were like, ah, oh, this is not gonna happen to me because it's only happening in poor mm, countries mm, and yeah. i tell people no this is something you need to watch out for um because i'll be honest david when i went through that as i mentioned i'm a, a survivor of poly victimization and i do not know what, what human trafficking means in fact when people say are you a survivor of human trafficking i'm like no i'm not because i used to think like human trafficking and smuggling are the same thing <laughs> and i'm um, like no but today yeah. you know we to explain to people say you are experiencing human trafficking and these are the resources but how can they prevent that how can you prevent your community how can you prevent your children your loved ones from happening to them is only by equipping yourself with the educational knowledge yeah i think that in you know some of the things that you're coming across and some of the things that i've come across in my career as well I mean, it's, it's, it's not just trafficking. Like you say, it's a total, a total sort of violation of humanity. Um, and the trouble is it, it doesn't seem to be losing numbers. And although law enforcement seem to be improving, I wonder if they're ever going to be able to keep up with the sheer volume of the thing. I don't know how you it's, feel about it. I, I'm really sad when you when you talk about it, um, David. I think it's true. Uh, human trafficking is it's a humanitarian issue. It is a health issue. It is a um, non-political, non-partisan issue, and it is a worldly issue. It I I call it global impact, local actions, mm-hmm. and. Um, um, I think I look at what you said about the increasing number in two aspects. One is we are doing, you know, from the positive, I like to think positive, from the positive standpoint of view, that we're doing better job to raise awareness so people are coming out. Um, you know, in my book, I talked specifically uh, from my background, from a culturally specific community, expand 
to people from uh you know uh, cultural and uh, cultural stigmas not not national mm. uh, not necessarily people from say China or Asia anywhere it's just like you know for UK yeah. for instance it's not US right so so from that standpoint of view i think we're doing better job for raising awareness so people who doesn't already know that they are survivor they're coming out that's one of the reasons why the numbers are coming up so that i think it's a positive thing because mm-hmm. i foresee that the numbers were let's say you know uh at the bottom and then it rises and then we'll plateau and then we'll go down that's what i foresee forecast the number and i hope that's what will happen now uh in uh one of the i have a podcast as well the miss texas show and um one of the people i spoke with we talk about technology so everyone is using ai now and everything the other day um i was speaking at the the bar association conference uh, the the uh, state bar association mm-hmm. conference and the lady was like um, hey, I helped you draft this speech. I'm like, well, it sounds like it did pretty well. I wouldn't, but <laughs> that that's the way they used it. Um, but yeah. regardless, yeah, I've come totally. across that recently as well, and it's quite sort of it's. I don't know. I don't know quite what I feel about it. I think part of me says it's quite kind of funny, but the other part of me says it's a bit sort of worrying. I don't know. It is, it is, David, because I feel like you know AI has is a double edged sword. On um, mm-hmm. one hand, that if we use it the correct way, right? So I so on your podcast, you talk. Uh, one of the guests talked about the dark web and talk about technology. Oh, and yeah. I work with yeah. organizations that you know use technology to combat human trafficking. On the other hand, the traffickers they're always trying to you know. I look at combating human trafficking as an organized crime. And one of your topics talk about following the money totally. You know I. Uh, Prior to to my victimization, I was called. Uh, I worked with ICE. I worked with FBI, DOJ on okay. human trafficking yeah. and money laundering yeah. cases. So everything is interconnected. So with that technology, it just depends on it's in whose hand and what they intend to do with them. Uh, as us, as you know, people who are combating that, yeah. as um, everyday person, you know, how do we use that to equip ourselves to prevent that from happening? Uh, no, I, I understand. I understand. But I just want to ask you, Ali, that I mean, but I, I'm not criticizing, I don't think, in this case, law enforcement. I just don't think that there they seem to be ever, there'll ever be enough resources to for good people to be able to totally deal with it. That's how I'm thinking. That was what I was thinking there before. David, that is a big question. <laughs> um, I totally agree. I really believe that law enforcement, they put their life on the front line for us to protect the, uh, you know, the community safety. You're in England. England is the one, the founding uh, father of uh, policing. Um, mm. So with that, you know, everyone has the best intention, but how can we really like... Um, utilize the limited resources you know a few examples i give you that uh, i'm the executive director of hope picks global i founded this organization because i wanted to fill in the gaps um to help people fill in the gaps me as uh, like i mentioned 
previously I was focusing on culturally specific communities only, and today we focus on everyone, uh, including people who are you know non uh, non citizens, people uh, who are LGBTQ, because men and boys they can also uh, be a victim as well, and in so many different areas. And we also focus on filling the gaps of uh, if you don't already know the lack of shelters around the world. You'll be shocked, like the the number of cases that's happening in Texas alone is more than you know the the shortage of the the beds around the country in the United States alone. Yeah, and I've that's why I'll that. go. Yes. yes, yes, and I'm really sad, and I um I really hope that you know uh this is our fifth anniversary and our long term goal. On the tenth anniversary, I hope before that we will have our first shelter up. But this is just sure. one of the many problems of the resources you were mentioning about the lack of resources. So on the book uh, towards the end, I put the index with you know the the uh, a resource guide so people can refer to say okay if I have this issue when when can I do this and do that and you know on my website I will keep that updated so when I find new information I will add that as well. But, right. just, but really, just let me interrupt you a second, I and just because I just mm-hmm. think I want to make sure we get this in before the end that people know that on the front page of this podcast, I will put all the details, both of you and links and everything you've mentioned and anything else you'd like to point people in the direction of, because I think it's a good backup to the program itself. And so I just want to reassure people that the they'll get all the information on on that we on the front of the uh, podcast the text absolutely absolutely thank you david so so yeah so um like i said you know the the way i see uh, david is i i literally mapped out this thing uh, you know like we call a uh, uh, mind mapping. So I mapped it out. I said, okay, so if I, Eileen, do it alone, if you, David, do it alone, if, uh, our nonprofit, Hope Picks Global, if your podcast does it alone, we will always be lack of resources. And it, it is without doubt that, you know, we need to improve policies, right? So I want to talk about that a little bit later, what UK is doing, you know, leading the forced marriage, addressing that and what we're doing, uh, improving our anti-labor trafficking efforts. But regardless, we're always going to be like, you know, trying to dig for resources. Nonprofit is a total new word for me even. So okay. that being said, how can we do that? And for me, is collaboration. Right, and from well, the UN... Right. So from the UN standpoint of view, um, as an ambassador, um, you probably are familiar with SDG, Sustainable Development Goals. And I particularly emphasize on peace, justice and strong institutions. And what really I emphasize on is through this, what I call local actions, global impact. Through sounds, our, Let me interrupt you a minute, because this sounds like a huge job. um i i um i'm honored um you know uh with uh i would a long time ago i dream about you know being an ambassador being you know uh, ambassador for the un and and my dream has come true and uh sometimes people say well unfortunately you have to uh, take a turn uh in life in order for this to happen and then again that goes back to the topic of the the book uh, thank you predator if it wasn't for what has happened to me that would that might have already 
just being a dream itself.、Yeah. But、mm-hmm. you know, my goal today is really,、uh, what do I do to influence inclusive, equitable, and data-driven policies on a high level?、Okay. What can I do、um, to provide advices and recommendations on policies and programs on you know the different national and or、uh, state or local level、uh, programs and what we are doing?、Uh, what can we do to develop、uh, leadership? So I, I, I let、yeah. me just ask you this. Let me just ask you this because we might be close to the end, but I want to be able to get this in. I want to hear your message, please, that you might give to frontline workers, whether they're social services, law enforcement, health, whatever, who have to、uh, deal with the victims of this at, at sort of first phase. Uh, what kind of message you might give to help support them in supporting the survivors coming forward? I would say that thank you for your service as the frontliner. I would encourage you and emphasize that please stay up to date. Whether you're in the U.S., there's TCO and different、uh, credits for your your certifications and everything. But even if it's not required to stay up to date on survivor centered, I cannot emphasize enough survivor centered, trauma informed, and culturally sensitive practices on your everyday practices. And what does that mean to you? Is really if I sim um simplify that, and which also talks about in my book.、Uh, you know, I I mentioned that step by step is to. Open your ears. Listen. Do your research before you talk to the person to see what their background. Like I know in policing and criminal justice, that、um, for a criminal, you study the the demographics, their history, to really put into、uh, consideration of their incarceration and punishment and everything, and use that practice to see how can you help our survivors. Do the research on what happened to them. How can you best serve them? Go to trainings. We have a conference coming up on October the twenty sixth. It's virtual, and Dave will put on the link. And stay trauma informed. I tell you that myself. When I get stressed out, there's a period of time I just forgot. I just don't remember. <laughs> Not forgot. I don't remember. <laughs> And we Eileen, chose. Eileen, 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 we're going to、yes. let, let me make sure you get some more from you in a second. But I just want to be sure that I mean everything you've just said really could be condensed into read your book. Everybody should read your book, you know, which is "Thank Your Predator: A Guide to Trauma Recovery from Abuse." Now it's available on Amazon, isn't it? Yes, it's、uh, available on Amazon. It's、uh, available printed as well as Audible.、Uh, I'm sorry,、uh, yeah. ebook on、yeah. Amazon、uh-huh. Kindle.、Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure that people realize that that really sort of articulate kind of、um, kind of listing there of all the different things that are of concerns and stuff like that could be found in your book, I suspect, and therefore the people on the front line. Not just survivors, but the people who are dealing with survivors would be probably helped much by reading your book as well. Yes,、um, to、uh, to answer a question, I had a, a a supporter who bought the book in France. So、uh, yeah, go to your local Amazon, and、um, we'll have the link there, and you'll be、Good. able to find your book. Great. 
Oh, well, look, it's been a real pleasure having you on the program. Um, and, you know, I wish you all the very best, both with all your United Nations work, but all the other stuff that you're getting involved with as well. I don't know. I mean, what do you do in the afternoons? <laughs> uh, uh, tricky question. Um, I, uh, I'm going to uh, UK as a matter of fact next year. So when I'm there, I would love to do the high tea, get dressed up, and everything. But I'll be honest. Right now, I'm working seven days a week in yeah. preparation for our upcoming conference. So I'm working, <laughs> kind of boring, know. but not boring for me. I think I, it's I was just much being meaningful. slightly tongue in cheek because it seems you've got so many things to do. It is, it is, but, anyway. uh, but anyway, listen, so listen. are you. I want to say thank you for your company on the program. Uh, oh, as I said, you know, you'll send me all the details you want and I'll put it up front when I publish it. And so everybody listening, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you all very soon. So thank you. Thank you for having me, David. You're welcome. You're welcome.